thanks for coming okay. welcome home yes. how was, how was your, your day, day? <gasps> <gasps> whoa we didn't plan that you guys we did not plan that <laughs> so excited to be back for our second episode we hope you guys liked the first one we hope that's why you're here but even if this is your first episode welcome yes. i am abby i'm brie and this is rent free roommates yeah we're the best kind yes yeah you really lucked out with us <laughs> <laughs> cheap dates <laughs> cheap roommates here <laughs> you don't have to clean up after us none of that none of that bullshit no utilities. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's got to be the best part about this all. No and money. No money. We just want you to listen and yes. subscribe and rate us and review. And tell us what's going on. Yeah. It's Mostly really that. The biggest thing here is, <laughs> you know, we we're, just want to hear from you. And we're so much less expensive than a therapist, <laughs> especially with today's economy. <laughs> we're not professionals. We're but not we'll, licensed. <laughs> we'll tell you some stuff. And I'm going to end everything with, I don't know, though, so that you don't blame me if I run <laughs> <laughs> The important thing is, is if you want that help, email us. Email us. <laughs> Rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. Like, subscribe on all of our social media. We're the most creative people on the planet and found this name first. <laughs> So, so it's the same everywhere. Yeah, so you really love shouldn't have us. a hard time. Yeah, love that for us. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody else for snagging this from us. Well, so how was this week for you? Oh, this was a tough week for me. Hmm. It just, you know, you get those weeks where I feel like the universe just really wants to test you. And I feel like when it, especially when it starts off so early in the week, it just feels like everything after that is just piling on top of each other. So like I got sick earlier this week had to leave work, came back to work, just like couldn't get caught up with like me, just feel like I was playing catch up the whole time. And then like, long story short, you guys, I lost $300 on a plane ticket um, because fuck that <laughs> and fuck them. So I'm just like rolling with the punches this week. Like I just keep getting back up. Yeah. <laughs> It was also kind of a rough week for me, but in a very different way. I feel like for <laughs> probably four days I was recovering from my hangover. Yeah, Brie. <laughs> Sunday was rough. She was in rare form. She was in rare form. Extremely rare. Yeah. That's like once every couple years, not even once a year. I think it's because my tolerance is down too, but also... Brunch is a wild time. I love brunch because it is so unhinged. Oh you have no idea what time you're getting home. It was my friend's birthday and we went somewhere for bottomless mimosa brunch. And I realized that I don't think I should do that. Stop. Because I think my brain That's takes negative. it as a competition. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to get your money's worth, honey. I That's really what it was. 3 p.m. Bet. <laughs> I'm taking down like three of these bad boys. I think it was only like a three hour like reservation or something like that. So I was like, I have only this much time to, and it, I mean. Brunch brings people together. The service was incredible because you can't even keep track. It was, they were filling the flute as soon as it was even like, they saw any room in there. They were like, oop, got to put more champagne in it. And I appreciate that, but also I, uh, I think I had fun. The last time I went I to brunch, I was at a club at 9 p.m. And the lady was like, was playing, was like dancing with fire. And I just remember just like looking up and being like, 
I forgot that that day started with brunch. Brunch was at 11 a.m. and it was 9 p.m. and I was in a and then I got lost in that club. I was I I, I was trying to get out of the building and I ended up on the fourth floor lost and I was like, club. what the fuck is happening right now? I gotta get home. But Bruce yeah. made a full recovery since then. I'm here. I'm a for new you person. guys specifically, so yeah. that we could answer your <laughs> questions. Your and you know what? What a difference a week can make. So much happened in this week. And she's grown. I'm ending it on such a positive note because not only are we starting this podcast, one of my best friends in the entire world just got engaged. Oh, and I'm hell so yeah. excited. I'm so excited for her. I love her so much. I literally woke up the next day like I was the one that was engaged. Like when you're a kid and you get a new toy and you wake up and you're like, oh, yeah, I have that thing I can play with now. I yes. woke up with that excitement where I was like, oh, my friend's engaged. I'm just going to talk and talk and talk about this. <laughs> and the thing is, is that's since knowing Bree, she's become a friend of mine, too. And I'm just like a little bit of like the secondhand excitement here. <laughs> so like she messaged me while I was at the gym and I was like, tell me why I'm smiling like an idiot like <laughs> on the treadmill right right now anybody looking at me would have thought I was like a psychopath <laughs> oh my god yeah no I, I was like I have to tell somebody so I just like screamed into my phone via like voice text at Abby and I was so excited yeah <laughs> and sobbing and just like walking around my apartment I didn't know this is my first like close close friend to be getting married so it's a big deal and we're all very excited <laughs> and nobody deserves this happiness more than she does yes they're just the best. I feel like if she picks him she's got impeccable taste i mean yeah. she's my friend so of course she has great taste uh, <laughs> she's our friend love you guys i'm so excited yes, congratulations and i will say with this engagement i'm not quite so jaded anymore i like believe oh in yeah love a little You're bit a, again. Wait, i'm a new woman <laughs> <laughs> not completely i still like very much hate men most men not you jared it did renew it a little bit i was like i felt like i went back a little bit to my just fairy tale love story like what's in store belief. for you yeah i was like love is real it can happen <laughs> that's nice you know god because i've been very jaded for a very long time yeah i mean i'm not currently dating and i don't really want to right now but the day will come maybe all these weddings i feel like i've reached that point in life that everybody eventually gets to where they have a million weddings all at the same time it feels like it happens that way for everybody yeah i'm very jaded about wedding i've just been in so many yeah you guys where i'm like i feel like katherine heigl in 27 dresses <laughs> she is yeah i just like if so you're much better if than you're Catherine getting heigl, married yeah. though i'll just I'll take an invite. I, I don't want to be in the wedding. More. Yeah, it's just a guess. I've had to promise her that I won't make her my maid of honor, but she's going to, she's standing up. Even that, she fought a little bit. She was like, I don't know. I'm just tired. I and that like, sounds so much worse, you guys, but like, I'm 26 and I've been in like five weddings. Five weddings. And everyone's like, what great problems to have? But like, a little. It's expensive. When they're like on opposite ends of the country. Yeah. Uh, you pay my bills <laughs> it's tiring but it says a lot about you though you're a good uh you're a good friend I'll and a good guest yeah we everybody wants you there but yeah i was like well we got to compromise also don't worry you're tired now by the time i get married yeah it like, will have been a while she's like, there's so. no decent buffer <laughs> but for right now i'm playing it really low key i'm so excited though can we talk about so we're both um 
within like how many months apart did we say did we figure out like four months apart going to different weddings at the same venue fucking weird yeah i'm gonna try and hide something in the venue and make brie find it that's no pressure on me but i'm like (laughs) i'm so fucking stoked for this i'd like more stoked than the wedding now almost like my god like the anticipation's killing me (laughs) i'm so worried about it getting found before i I know like we it's gonna be you're gonna have to think about it like where will it not be i'm gonna up like or... also have to be weary of like how weird i'm coming off to people at that wedding if they're like same though like this girl's like on her hands and knees like in the <laughs> corner like what the fuck is she doing people are gonna think i'm on something when i'm like searching around like again yeah on my hands and knees like it's a very important mission looking around hopefully it'll it'll turn into a love story that's what it's gonna be for me somebody some guest that i don't know but it's, it's gonna very, help you find it very attractive and charming and nice is gonna come be like what are you doing i'm be like i need to find something help me look and that kids is how i met your mother boom (laughs) and speaking of love relationships i didn't even do that on purpose good little segue into what the theme of this week is yeah we're talking about relationships but like we've said in the past write us about anything rentfreeroommates at gmail.com First email is, I feel like nowadays it's kind of viewed that dating is only okay when you're the best version of yourself. I've heard it many times that for example, you got to be making a good deal of money and got to be done with your traumas and insecurities and have your mental health at peak performance and things like that. I don't really have any experience in dating me either, dude. But I thought even if there were those things, couples had to work through them and get better together with the help of each other. But I don't know, like I said, I don't have much of an experience in dating, so maybe I just don't get it. So yeah, what do you guys think? Hmm. That's really fair. And I feel like that also just resonates so much on where I also feel like I'm at in life. Yeah. Uh, So I feel like that question aligns with exactly where I am too. And I have the same- So many people. uh, Perspectives myself where I don't have the world's most extensive dating history but I also do always have that lingering feeling of like is somebody gonna want to be with me when I'm on my worst day or like the fact that I'm not where I'm at maybe career-wise at the moment so I feel like that's something that everybody is currently struggling with yeah it's very relatable and I feel like social media doesn't really help with that mindset either just because everybody is always putting their best foot forward whether it's dating apps Mm -hmm. social media but I think the important thing to understand is I would really consider it more so a mindset of taking financial gain out of it trauma because I don't think you should jump into a relationship if you're physically not okay with yourself. But I feel like if you're actively working on yourself, it is more than acceptable to learn and grow with another human being because they might be a part of your healing with your trauma. I think it closes a lot of doors for people to think that they need to be this completely put together human being because I also think that like people can complete others and be that yin to their yang. Mm-hmm. But it's just a matter of, I feel like, accepting that you're a work in progress and always will be because I don't think you'll ever be done or ever be healed. And if you think you are healed, you might come across a situation that digs up something else about that that you didn't know that you had to deal with. And does that mean that you should just end that relationship because a new trauma came along? I don't think that's really a good way to want to approach a relationship. I think if I were to approach it, and how I consistently try to, is that... 
understanding that I'm a work in progress and that I think other people are too. And we don't know what their progress is yet. So I think just allowing yourself to be open to those situations would be the first step, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think it's as cut and dry as that. You know, there's so much gray area with all of this. And I think there's also a lot of mixed messages out there. I think I like I I understand where this is coming from. There's something to that, but I do think that sometimes it gets taken to the extreme. And I 100% agree with what you said. You're going to work through it, but yeah, you're always always learning, always growing, always changing and always discovering more about yourself. Yeah. And some of that stuff I think is great to do with somebody else. Yeah. When it's somebody that you really love and care about and feel that you both listen to each other and take into consideration what the other thinks and feels. I think you can grow together. Oh, most definitely. And I think this isn't, this doesn't fall within the lines of a relationship with two different people who are like in love. But I feel like our relationship, just even on the platonic level of like things that I actively work on that I speak about towards you with you, just even getting your opinion makes me feel valued, seen, and I feel like the same could be said with friendships. People don't expect a perfect version of you. That's right. Also, that's boring. I don't want somebody that boring. feels like they've figured themselves out completely. I think somebody who has confidence, that's always attractive, but I think there that it can make a relationship stronger when you do grow together. But I think the real question is, are you in a place where you feel like you can support somebody else in their growth too? Yes. Or are you in a situation where you have a lot you're working through, you have a lot you're working on, can you give part of yourself to somebody else? You know, yeah. that because that's kind of where I'm at with dating because I'm not dating right now because I know that I have way too much that I'm focusing on myself and I need to be really selfish right now and it's a good kind of selfish so I know that I don't have the ability right now to give any of my time to somebody else and again it sounds selfish and might sound like a negative thing to somebody else but I don't want to lead anybody along so I'm not even pretending or you know, right. trying to date right now because I know that I'm just, I'm as <laughs> cheesy as not it sounds. That, like, I'm dating myself right well, now. Well, yeah. Not that you don't think you would be worthy of the love and somebody to come along in that process with you. Right. But I think understanding where you are at in that process of, because I don't think you should ever fully date until you're okay with certain aspects of yourself too. Because, yeah. it, you know, if you're unhappy here, it's not, you're still going to be unhappy in that relationship. Right. The thing is, is I always do really want you to be working on yourself too, but I don't expect you to have your life figured out like a 10 year plan. Right. Those are the kinds of things that it works out into like, what are you looking for in a partner? What right. are you looking for in, you know, a long-term relationship? And only you can determine that. I think you would want to find a partner who is also okay with a work in progress and just being transparent about that too. Right. It's like, I'm not going to fault you for not having this corporate office job where you're making six figures. Like fucking a, if I can get there someday, not that I want to be a hundred percent corporate, but like making that kind of money, hell yeah. Who wouldn't want to make that money? But I'm not going to fault you or judge you for that. Or like you're working this job, but you're still living with your parents. All I want to know and what still makes keeps me attracted to somebody is 
do you have a plan to get out at you some point? You have a goal, a dream. I want, just have some ambition. Something that you want to work towards. I think just even knowing for me that like you've got some idea of what your life looks like, I don't want you to have all the answers. And I, and I also think that's really boring too. I think it just boils down to making sure you know, easier said than done that you're more okay with yourself before you jump into a relationship. And I don't know that you'll ever know to take it straight from the title that you're the best version of yourself. Like, what does that mean? And you know, what does it ever mean? But you do have to be okay on your own. I'm such a big advocate for that. I am always telling people like, you have to be okay and know how to you have to know how to be single. You have to be able to entertain yourself, be proud of yourself, be... Know what you love about yourself. Yeah. You have to know yourself to a certain point. You don't have to be the best version of yourself or have all your shit together. No one does. Because that's the other thing. Like, your value is not put in being a re- in a relationship or mm-hmm. not. But there's way too much of that where I feel people, you know, when they're kind of a serial dater or you know like a just like a serial monogamist where they're as soon as they're out of one relationship they're in another one and because they're afraid to be alone yeah I get that fear but you also have to work through that and you have to be okay on your own to be good enough in a relationship so that you can share growth with somebody else don't be in a relationship if you're doing it for somebody else to fix those problems yeah. for you you have to be working on them or yourself feel like you're adding value to their life because yeah. it's you who is important too don't right. forget that i feel like so many times we're like am would i be a good fit for them and it's no honey are they a good fit for me to yeah. help me on this path and i think we get so caught up on that too it's like we second guess what we bring to the table but at the end of the day it's also about what that person can do for us too if it's you and you're just taking on all of your partner's stuff and there's no, that's not reciprocated, you're not sharing the load, then that's not healthy. Biggest question to be asking yourself is how's your communication? Are you good about bringing up in a not aggressive way things that might be bugging you? Are you open-minded to talk about it? Are you open-minded to compromise? Do you, when you have an issue with anything, and look at it, look at your other relationships to kind of figure that out, out about yourself. When you have an issue with a friend, do you let it just fester and you're petty about it and it just, and then it blows up? Right. Because no, that's not a good relationship. Are you able to bring stuff up to your friend and talk through things and see their side of it and then come to an understanding between the both of you? That's a great relationship. And that's what you should be striving to get to with a partner too and I think that's the true test too because like I said in this day and age everybody's putting their best foot forward to make it seem like they are just like I've got it you know but it's like I don't want to see this got it version of you I want to see this vulnerable version of you so that I can understand yeah who we both are for each other and that's what I think is so troubling in this day and age is that we are just so concerned about how we're perceived that we don't try and work on the actual things that what it takes to keep and maintain a relationship that we just focus right. on these very surface level things such yeah. as a job work on the real you not the social media yeah you. because yeah i just don't think if i feel like i have to be perfect i'm going to share nothing with you and learn nothing about you and then in the end what am i getting yeah yeah nothing boom I think that's just my two cents on the situation like I said that's something I'm working with every day too is understanding that 
I don't expect anybody else to be perfect. I don't expect myself to be perfect. So why should my partner and why should I expect my partner to be perfect too? And I think that's just important to go into the dating world with is just keeping your mind open and Mm -hmm. looking for those green flags. They mentioned traumas. I want somebody that's going to be understanding about that. And also with somebody like I'm going to be a good partner to somebody with certain traumas because I understand or I have the patience to listen to what it is they're going through. Yeah. And I'm not thinking less of them for that. I'm not, you know, there's so much that goes into it. Put yourself forward. Dating should be, you know, you need to protect your heart, but not so much that you're not letting anybody in at all. You have Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable. It's real fucking hard. And also, you know, like we said earlier, recognize if you're ready and at the point where you can let somebody in. Yeah. A relationship should not be you trying to have somebody else fix you. Don't go into it compromising yourself, too, or feeling like you need to come to terms with a situation before you're ready. That's Mm -hmm. not going to benefit anybody either. Yeah. Yeah. just be like, just be patient with where you're at in life. And right. Give yourself some grace. The right people will come along and so will the lessons. But I really hope that helps you. And thank you for that question. That's such a good, I loved that perspective and I loved was it. excited to talk about that because Same. it's very relevant and definitely something that I think a lot of us, especially in the current dating world are dealing with. So thank you for that. Remember, if you have anything you want to talk about dating or otherwise, write us Give us, send us an email, rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. Sorry, lay it on me. <laughs> at what point should someone end a happy relationship? So I, 32 female, she says, have been in a relationship with the same person, 30 male, whom I love for four years. One thing I've always been clear about since our very first romantic encounter is that I want to settle down and build a relationship with a lifelong partner. Our anniversary is approaching in a few weeks, and while I'm not dead set on getting married right now, I would at least like to know it's on the table for the future. Problem is, he's not sure it's something he ever wants. I know that I want to be with him forever, and I know he's happy with me, Aside from this, albeit major difference, our relationship is otherwise perfect. I don't know why specifically marriage is so important. I could wager that it's got something to do with early childhood trauma and an innate desire for stability and permanence. But my question is, do I just wait around forever for him? Why does this hurt me so much? And what should I do? That is a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy. I do have a lot of feelings about it. Yeah. Let's hear it. So I, I did talk to this writer a little bit just because she had asked, you know, in the meantime, (laughs) big picture and it's not easy, but you have to prioritize yourself, your wants and your goals in a relationship. I think don't let someone else's difference in opinion or feelings on marriage make you second guess your want for it. It's completely normal and valid to want to marry some a person that you love. And yeah, that's a pretty big pillar of a relationship. I think the hurt 
she's feeling is coming from the idea of not marrying this person that she loves, but probably also feeling like, why don't they want to marry me? And I, that's, that's not really the right, I, it's hard to not take that personally. Mm-hmm. It's hard to not take a partner not wanting marriage personally. Um, but please, please believe it's not that they don't want to marry you. It's that they don't want marriage period. At least that's what it sounds like to me. And if you want marriage, but they don't, it's simply not a match. You can still love someone and care for them, but they just might not be the match for marriage. And I don't think anyone should ever have to sacrifice something so important in a, in, you know, in a good relationship. There are things you can find and I don't know that like to compromise on, but I don't know that marriage is one of them. Like <laughs> getting married and kids, I don't feel like are something that you can really compromise in a relationship. I think that's something you have to be the match on that. And I think she's doing herself a disservice by staying to find out because like sticking around to find out because you could stick around to see if maybe later on down the road he does want to get married. You can stick around five, six, seven years, but the answer could still be no at the end of those five, six, seven years. Like you just, you stuck around in the hopes that they would change their mind, but I, they may not. And it's something that, it's something that you have to discuss with your partner and make your feelings known and let them know the importance that, that it holds for you and how much you love them. And if they still don't want marriage, then it sounds like you owe it to yourself to move on. I know that I know that thought is really scary, but doing the right thing and the best thing for yourself typically isn't easy. Change and the uncomfortable is scary. And especially I think when you've been in a relationship for so long, the idea of being single is very scary. starting over. Yeah. But nothing's written in stone. And I think with guys especially, they work off impulse and how they feel in that moment something as big as marriage they can't really think so far ahead on it's only when they're ready and those feelings of being ready don't really have to do with you it's purely where they are at in life and how they feel I think it could just be a matter of timing and it's just not the right time for you guys possibly and in that case you still owe it to yourself to let yourself explore your options and really get to know yourself and see other people and see where things take you. But it all has to start with a conversation with your partner. And I think if you're going to have a conversation about this with your partner, write a list so that you don't (laughs) lose sight of what it is that you want to accomplish in this conversation. And also just to make sure that you're staying true to yourself and speaking your truth and Make sure that you get your feelings across and don't get caught up in the emotion of the conversation and then forget like, oh, shit, I didn't I meant to say that. But now (laughs) this conversation's over. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me and when you were reading that story is the statement in which she said, other than that, the relationship is perfect. And so then the relationship is not perfect. It's not the relationship you want because the perfect relationship for you involves marriage. Yeah. And I think that statement alone kind of tells me everything that I think you're feeling is it almost sounds like permission is wanted to be able to have this conversation of putting your foot forward of whether or not this person is going to give you what you want, because I think what you do want is marriage and 
I think the conversation also needs to be had with yourself on whether or not that's something you see yourself being able to compromise with. My oldest sister has always been very adamant about her desire to have children. And she was also in a long-term relationship with a man. And it she was always very upfront about what she wanted, as was he, that he didn't really care for a family, want that. And the thing is, is they spent that time, two different people, trying to figure out if that relationship could be navigated. And every relationship is different. Some will find that that's not a deal breaker, but for them it was. Mm-hmm. And they ended up putting some time into each other that, I mean, that's kind of the point is finally the conversation was had. It's like, do you think you can give this to me? And if the answer is no, and you don't find yourself being okay with that answer, then as hard as it may be, and as hard as it was for her, and don't get me wrong, she's still very much so hurting. That was not an easy decision to make. And I'm glad so much thought is being put into this because I know you're trying to be rational here and Mm -hmm. understand for the love of your partner what you can put up with. But also I think that needs to be reciprocated towards you. Is it fair for him to keep you in a relationship where he knows he's not giving you what you long for at the end of the day? Mm -hmm. And I mean, do you do we know why he has such feelings about marriage? Were you aware of that when you jumped in? I mean, he was aware at the very least what you had hoped to get from it. And I think to a degree, if they know that they can never provide that for you, at the very least, honesty should be provided so that that person can either determine if that's something given the person they're willing to compromise with or if they think like five years down the road, am I going to be okay that I let something that I thought was of an important value to me just slip through the cracks? Right. Is that something you're willing to compromise on? And and you have to be true to yourself in that. You have, like, point blank is, is given the answer, you have to know where you stand on that. You have to be 100% certain and don't feel like you have to do it so that you can keep somebody because, like I said, you're, I feel like you inevitably will have that realization of, like, oh, fuck. I spent five years thinking I was okay with this and now I just realize I really long for maybe that stability that it would provide me or just it, you don't have to defend what it means to you. If you want to be married, you want to be married, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not it's for this reason, that reason, the reason doesn't matter, but it's a value that you have and a value that you want into a partner. And I feel like if that's not reciprocated and you don't feel like you can compromise with that decision, then it's of no interest to either party to maintain a relationship because I just think the only place to go is resentment from there. Yeah. And especially if something's so important to you, don't let anybody second guess why it's important to you. It's important to you for a reason. Yes. You might not 100% know it, but in your heart, you feel that. And if somebody is making you second guess that, that's kind of, that's manipulative. That's the concerning that's part. Not, is yeah. He can just rush whatever. But if they make you feel like marriage shouldn't even be a conversation, I think that's wrong. And mm. I think you should. And it's just not a match. Yeah. And I hope that your partner would be receptive to understand where you're coming from and it hopefully give you a straight answer on where they see this relationship but then I think it's up to you to determine based on that answer if that's something you can live with ideally down the road and not Mm -hmm. even like dealing with it tomorrow like dealing with it 10 years down the road are you gonna be okay if you're still in that stage of life yeah and I think that's probably more so the important question to ask here is if it's like will I be happy that I gave up an important value of mine because I have this other than that great person? And I just, 
almost hate the way that sounds Mm -hmm. of other than that, I'm doing great. It's like, other than my crippling anxiety, life is great. (laughs) Like, I just feel like that's not a way to go about anything is to think, um, well, you know, that's not perfect, but at least I have it. (sighs) Right. It's a fun, (laughs) one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to is, uh, the you up podcast and they play a game on their red flag or deal breaker. And it's fun in a game and in a hypothetical to say, everything in the relationship is absolutely perfect there you guys are so in love and like it's the perfect relationship except and then you say something like is that a red flag or is it a deal breaker it's fun to think about in the hypothetical but in a real relationship that's really not the truth nothing is so perfect except for this one thing because i think if you really sit down and look at things it's not as perfect a picture as it feels i think you're trying to make yourself be okay with the situation it sounds like I think you're trying to be like I think it comes off as it have you been made to feel like you're already asking too much for this marriage like why are we why are we messing up such a great thing like we're we're happy aren't we it's Mm -hmm. like and that's gaslighting but I also don't know if that's how the conversation's being had but just based off that statement I mean I'm putting a lot of emphasis on that because maybe it's just poor wording word choice or sentence structure there but I just don't like how it comes off where it's like almost like you should be okay with where you're at because the relationship is so great that you shouldn't even be worrying about marriage then it's like no I can understand the relationship's perfect, but he just leaves the seat up like that. I'm like, yeah, I under like that one. I'm like, yeah, get it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. You know, that's not a deal breaker, but this mm-hmm. like, cause even, you know, it's, this is titled at what point should someone end a happy relationship? I don't know. Maybe a relationship can be happy. You can be enjoying your time, but is it a healthy relationship Yeah, in the long run? And if it's not a healthy relationship and you're not both truly supporting each other or hearing each other out and keeping in consideration the things that are most important to the other one, and if those really important things aren't aligning, then it's not the right relationship and you should end it then. If your needs aren't being met anymore, I I would rather you you both leave while the love is still there. Yeah. Because at least you can understand where the other's coming from and still want something where you wish for the best. Whereas you just look 10 years down the road and you just like can't even bear the sight of them because they couldn't give you this life that you wanted. And I would really hate for either of you to put in more time than is necessary and end up doing more harm than good for the other. And I think change is good in changing things up maybe space would make somebody realize that oh wait yeah I do want to marry this person don't do anything or don't go into it with the like I'm doing this because I'm hoping that that he's gonna realize like you have to you have to be okay with it ending and that being it and if someday you guys came back to each other that's a bonus you know because nothing's written in stone. It doesn't have to be forever. Maybe someday Luckily down the line. Luckily, you two aren't guys, married. You can leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's much Pretty easier. easily. Yeah. <laughs> Without the government, at least. Very true. <laughs> and I think also, because I, I know that you mentioned you've been together for four years. And that's, that is a lot of time. And that's a long relationship. But also, would you want to put in four more years where you're not seeing eye to eye? You know, you owe it to yourself to find somebody that is a match with you on the big, really yeah. important bullet points. And maybe those four years helped you grow to the point where you're like, okay, 
I'm at a point in my life where I know what my next chapter I want it to look like and want it to be. Mm -hmm. And I love you so much, but I just don't know if this next chapter is also me and you. Mm -hmm. I can love you for what you taught me, where you brought me. Yeah. And I will always hold you dear in my heart because of that. But maybe you just don't have a place moving forward. And I would rather acknowledge that at a point where I still love everything that you were able to teach me, be a part of, but also let you go if it's just no longer supporting the two of you. Yeah. I mean, you can meet somebody tomorrow who can make such a bigger impact than somebody you've known for 10 years. And that's just because your goals align with each other, your priorities, your wants, your needs are aligning and just respect yourself and what you need. Yeah, I think there are way too many relationships that go on for too long for the wrong reasons, you know, that they and you can say that it's too long that it's gone on because it should have ended, you know, years ago or yeah. something like that. And it was just fear, understandable fear of starting over or change or of being single again, having to date again. It sucks. Yeah, it's not the most fun, but also it's so worth it if you're giving yourself the chance to find something better and something that aligns with what you're really looking for. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope that helps. I know we've given you a lot to think about. But it's also not an easy situation or decision to make overnight. There's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot of time, love, knowing this person. But I think you owe it to each other to have a conversation about what you two realistically are still bringing to the table and if that'll be enough. Mm -hmm. And I think from there, you guys will be able to determine if this is a future or maybe you part ways for a while and Mm -hmm. do some exploring, come back to each other. I think the universe will bring to you what you need, but you need to ask for it Mm -hmm. and be willing to fight for it. You know what you want. Yeah. This one might feel perfect to you, but... There might be something even better out there. And I think you owe it to yourself to give yourself the chance to find that out. I wish you the best. Keep us updated. And thank you for trusting us to talk about this. Thank you to anybody. These are all very sensitive topics that we feel very grateful that you're willing to have spoken about and trusting us to give (laughs) Mm -hmm. the nobody asked for advice. (laughs) But... Because you are not alone. That is the other big part of this and why we want to do this podcast. Asking for advice, whether it's from a trusted friend, family, or from two strangers on the internet. Unbiased (laughs) opinions here. That you owe it to yourself to just get some help. And we hope that we can be that. And we hope that we are treating everything with respect and that we, you know, we want to be here for our roommates. And we hope that we leave you with... (laughs) hopefully more clarity than confusion (laughs) new listeners who haven't written us yet please feel free to once again that's rentfreeroommates at gmail.com and to anybody that has written in if you have anything else and you want to write us and update us you're always welcome back you're a roommate so you're here you're here forever forever (laughs) if you lose your key we're not making a copy though five dollars there is no key you just have to come listen that's that's your key you just have to hit that play button yeah and that subscribe (laughs) button and rate us hopefully we would love that it's so helpful to us if you can do that and share us yeah share us on social media share us with your friends family send links um tell them to write in or even if you just have something you want to talk about like 
a show that you just finished and you're really excited about and you're like, nobody's watched this yet. We I need to talk about fucking it. Love shows and yeah, movies. We love shows and movies. Like we said, we met in film school, so we're a bunch of film nerds and we do nothing but watch everything on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to talk about that stuff too. And the good stuff. We're here to help for the good, the bad, the ugly. We want to help you out. Whatever it is, we just want to be here for you. Please write us. Yes. And come on back. See you guys next week. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>